From San Diego, California, this is One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about the impact that unexpected health challenges can have on you and your spouse. And there's a profound quote attributed to Anonymous that says, it's the unexpected that changes our lives. So a little tongue in cheek, because I think it's very obvious that it's the unexpected that changes our lives. Mm. But, you know, how do the two of you navigate unexpected health challenges? And that's really what we're going to be focusing on in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And the reason that we do this Mm-hmm. is because it's so important to celebrate you and the wins that you have in your marriage, to celebrate the breakthrough, to celebrate your intentionality and how the two of you take action. And this hug came from a comment that was posted in the One Family Facebook group that says, I have to tell you how much we appreciate your podcast and everything you do to build and rebuild people's marriages. Mm. I am not sure where we would be at this point without you. I was done in all capital letters. I wanted a divorce. It got really ugly between us and we were just stranded. My husband is the one who found your podcast first and shared it with me. It only took a few weeks for us listening to understand where we needed to strengthen and reconnect our marriage. We have both changed our ways to see to how we see each other each and every day. It has also helped with how we build up our children. Mm. And I just want to say as a side note, when you learn to do marriage well, you do all your relationships well. That's right. That, that, the fact that she says that is so significant. She closes with, tonight I found myself dancing body to body, no music with my husband, kissing passionately in the middle of our hallway while seeing the children to bed. Mm. Thank you. Oh, I love it. I love it. And it's truly an honor and a blessing for Lisa and I to hear these stories and to know the breakthrough that you guys are having. Mm-hmm. It it, it truly is. And we're just honored to be along for the journey with you. Absolutely. And, you know, it's the power of, you know, as I I listen to that story, you know, there's just the husband took a chance on sharing the podcast with his wife. The wife took a chance on listening. Mm -hmm. And together they're building the extraordinary. And it's incredible to think about what's where this couple's going to be in three months and six months in a year because of this intentionality that they're bringing to their marriage now. And, you know, as we said at the top of the show, we're talking about unexpected health challenges that happen in marriage. And, and, you know, sometimes you get an unexpected occurrence in your life and it's amazing. And you're like, wow, didn't see that coming. This is so, so good. Yeah. And then sometimes the unexpected comes and you're like, wow, didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. What is, what's going on? What does this mean for us? And um, two and a half weeks ago, we were doing a Take Action Thursday. So for those of you that don't know, every Thursday in the One Family Facebook group, we hop on at 11, around 11 a.m. Pacific time and, and we just chat with you guys, mm-hmm. right? It's yep. just an opportunity for us to connect and, and spend some time with you. Yeah. And you know what? We'd love to have you part of that private Facebook group. So you just go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash one family. I'll also put a link here in the episode notes, but on take action Thursday, it's just that we come on at 11. We'd love to share what's going on, what's happening. You know, 
hear your comments, see what's going what's going on with you guys. It's our it's our time to connect with you mm-hmm. in a different format. We've been doing the podcast for 11 years and this is just a way for us to get to know you guys more because you get to hear us each and every each and every week and some of you each and every day and you know you're binge listening to however many episodes and yet we want to get to know you more. Mm-hmm. And so in the in the one family pr- private Facebook group, we get to just know who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And so so here we were right in the middle of a video and um, it was we were live we were live Here, here's the difference and you guys all know this but when you're live you're on video and you're just doing your thing if something happens here on a podcast just fyi we've been doing this 11 years something happens we can stop we can take a breath we can retake the whole thing nobody wouldn't know a thing mm-hmm. doesn't happen often in all honesty we haven't had to do that in a lot over the last 11 years but we can live it's all happening in real time. Mm-hmm. And we were in the middle of that live. And all of a sudden, um, I started to feel like my my tongue was having pins and needles. And like it was swelling like I couldn't talk. And I, and I like I just felt like my brain was disconnecting from my mouth. It was this really weird sensation. And we sit on bar stools. I literally hopped off the bar stool and just sat on the floor trying to process what's happening in this moment. How severe is it? Like what what's going on? Tony is managing both watching what I'm doing and the live and just being like, okay, where are we? And, and he hops off. So any of you that watch that take action Thursday, there's probably just, you know, a minute or two where you're just staring at, at our wall. Um, I have no idea how long that actually was. And, and he hops back on he's like, okay, you know, this is what we're doing. And then all of a sudden I remember saying, I need you to get off. Yeah. Cause I don't know what's happening to me. Right. And so Tony ends the live, um, I remember kind of getting into this place of going, I think I can like, just like, I think I'm okay. I'm still not sure what's happened there. And we get back on just so that everybody knows, like I'm not being rushed to the emergency room or anything. Like that's what I remember. Uh-huh. Is that pretty accurate? Well, I, I would say I definitely saw you fading. Okay. And you know, you guys, when, when we're in interactions, right? I mean, we're husband and wife and you guys may be at a party. You may be somewhere. Knowing your spouse is vital. Mm-hmm. Like over time, you get to know, you get to see them, you you understand when things are happening. And I just sort of remember seeing you and going, something's not connecting. And because we are live, you know, and it wasn't a different scenario, right? I mean, if we're at a party or something, it's easy to just sort of look at each other and possibly just get an eye to eye what's going on. In this instance, we're looking at the camera and I'm seeing you and yet I'm like, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Alisa has, Alisa, when things happen like this, this is something that I've, I've been working with her a little bit. Like when something happens, say something. It's okay. Like who cares if we're live? We're there for one another. And she doesn't want to disappoint you guys. Alisa at the core of her body is a people pleaser. <laughs> I've known this for years about her. And I just remember just seeing you and I'm like, there's something going on. And so as soon as, as soon as you're just like, something's up, I just knew it. I'm like, okay, get off. Like I am going to take care of you. That's the first and foremost concern. Like at that point in time, there's nothing more that matters, mm-hmm. but you. 
And so it was a very interesting place to be in because, hey, we have the one family on and they are live. Mm-hmm. And, and you and I do want to make sure that we are shepherding them and taking care of them. And yet at the same time, I'm like, here's my wife. And the first thing I remember just thinking was you're on the ground. And I just began to pray. And I was just praying for you and just Lord, like be upon her, take care of her, you know, anything that may be coming upon her, we break it off in your mighty name. And I mean, I'm just saying this to myself and I'm just looking at you and going, okay, where is she? Mm-hmm. And so through that though, everything is still alive. Like Elisa said, and I'm going, and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I need to just get up there and just be like, Hey guys, Elisa's down. I need to attend to her. Um, tears started streaming down my face as they were streaming down your face. Because at any point in time, when something unexpected happens in this situation, emotions gonna, it's gonna well up. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing that I think I'm learning more over time, that vulnerability, especially for myself is allowing the tears to flow. Because for me, it's a release of tension and stress. And so when I'm able to do that, it, it just allows me to get clarity. And so there were tears flowing for myself. And then we just got off at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And then just tending to Elisa again, just making sure she was okay. We weren't going to have to call, you know, 911. What, what, what are we going to do in this moment? Because you don't know what to do. It's unexpected. It, it comes out of nowhere. You know, that morning we're just rolling. We're doing our thing. There is nothing. There's no indication whatsoever that this would happen mm-hmm. around 11 or so on. Yeah, 11.15, 11.20. On a Thursday morning. Random, random. And, you know, so literally spent the next five or six days um, outwardly, I, I think, you know, from what I've been told, looked normal, but a little bit off. We actually had dinner with some friends and, and just as I've been connecting with them, they're like, yeah, you, you weren't quite yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I said, because I spent those days literally feeling and it's the weirdest thing to try and describe to you guys, but I felt like my brain was disconnected from my mouth. Like I had to spend so much time thinking through, you know, the thoughts in my head and getting them out of my mouth. And so, you know, I did what we all do and should never do when something happens to us. I start Googling. And I was, I was out of minute against this. I'm, I was just like, Elisa, there's nothing good. This is me. Now you guys may think differently. I just am not, the one to go on to Google and start looking up symptoms and what does it, what does it mean? Because in my experience, it's always the worst case scenario. It's either cancer, death, um, a, a massive stroke, or so, it, it's all. It, it's like I just don't. That's just me. I'm like, let's take a break. Let's figure out if we got to go to the doctor. But Google in these situations, in my opinion, they do us no good. And yet, I Googled. She Googled. I Googled. Yes, you and, did. And, you know, um, there's nothing like Google. To put a little to strike fear. fear. Mm-hmm. Because I started to Google symptoms. And, you know, words like stroke came out. and Just all kinds of brain injuries started coming. And I'll tell you guys. The fear, the, f- the fear came in like a flood. There was the fear of the unknown. There was the fear of how serious this could be. Um, 
I literally straight up lost my ability to pray for those five days. I remember Tony saying, Hey, let's pray. Let's, let's just pray about this. And I'm like, I, I can't even, I can't, I can't say more than the word Jesus right now. Um, and that's where you as a spouse come in and you, you may not, this is where our spiritual intimacy pillar comes in and we need to be strong when our, when our spouse is weak and hurting and in a place where they don't know what may be going on. And, and I knew where Lisa was. Our emotional intimacy was, was, was there, but it was, it was surface. And so I knew in that moment for me to just be walking up to her and just be like, we're praying and you need to be here and we need to be in prayer for whatever amount of time wasn't going to be advantageous. What I did know was that I could pray and that I could press in. And I shared, I said, hey, you have amazing women here in San Diego that love you, that adore you. Let them know what's going on so that they can and their, their friends can. And we can get around you and we can be praying for you in this moment in time because there are times in our lives when we want to, we're, we're, we, we want to be on our knees praying and yet we're stuck. And that's when your spouse comes in and that's when you as a spouse come in. And again, it may not be outwardly. It may just be you're just letting folks know. Do not allow the devil to steal your voice in those moments in time when the unexpected may hit you. Mm. It's so true. He came up to me one day and he's like, have you texted your girlfriends? I'm like, no, you know, because again, um, totally the people pleaser. I don't want to be a burden to anyone. You know, I'm like, I'll just handle it. And, um, but he's like, you need to text them right now. And I was like waiting for him to stand over me until I sent the text. And he didn't, thankfully, but I I did send that text. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to stand over. I'm always going to, I'm always going to gently nudge, give her a nudge and let her know. He's not going to control. He's just going to gently nudge. And, um, but I'll tell you, it's amazing how fast you can go from a place of feeling connected to feeling fearful and isolated. Mm-hmm. I found myself within hours. Um, so this happened, you know, midday on a Thursday and going to bed that night, you guys, I'm texting my kids to say, I love you. I'm stopping by their rooms because there was a very real fear inside of me that I couldn't even voice that I didn't know what was happening to me. And I was, I wasn't going to wake up. Like that's how dark my thoughts got and how quickly and I'm sharing that with you guys. One, it's super, super hard to be that vulnerable. But I'm sharing it because it's important that you know that when your spouse is going through something, the thoughts can go dark really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And and thank God for a praying husband. Thank God for friends who were like blitz texting me, making sure I was okay. Thank God for so many of you who saw the live and knew that something was up. And I know I'm getting messages on Facebook. Tony's getting messages on Facebook. You know, people are reaching out, but you know, on top of this, we're still, we're still in a COVID world, mm-hmm. right? So this whole idea of going to the doctor, I don't like going to the doctor period, um, even non COVID, but like the whole added ordeal of COVID. And, and I'm like, okay, am I, am I sick enough to go to the, do- like, like you try and figure all this stuff out. And, and I was just like, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. But that fear, I think that's the thing that 
but actually like as, as I look back that's what scared me the most mm. how quickly when something unexpected happened and I'm I consider myself to be in relatively good health um mm-hmm. you know all of these years I mean occasional cold you know whatever but nothing even all the years we've been together like there's never been anything super serious not that I can recall yeah we would have remembered I think we would have I mean, by at this 20, point in time in our years lives. together um but but we need to I want to share with you guys just around taking control of the unexpected and the fear mm-hmm. because that's that's where our marriage shifted this past week and I think there's a lot of breakthrough that we can talk about that after this break did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage that's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Elisa coaches couples just like you wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Elisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now, our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again, and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We're back and, and we're talking about taking control of the fear when the unexpected happens in your life, like it did for us, you know, two and a half weeks ago. And, and you know, that fear, you guys, I think, you know, as I, I look back on this, I think we're taught from an early age not to say I'm scared that, that there's this sign of weakness in saying, you know what, mm. I, I'm so yeah. scared right now. And so we just kind of hold it together. Right. Like I'll put on a face, you know, we had friends that we had dinner with a few days later and, and they're like, Hey, you know, we know, cause I'd reached out to the wife and, and so she knew what was going on. And, and so they texted us and said, Hey, do you guys want to skip dinner? And I'm like, no, 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 let's be normal. Like, let's go to dinner. I'm going to go to dinner and I'm going to be normal. And, and I knew I was out of it. And the wife, you know, like I said, a few days later was like, yeah, you were totally not yourself. And I'm like, I just wanted to be normal. Mm. I didn't want, I didn't want dinner to be canceled because of me. I didn't want people to, you know, be like, oh, what's wrong with Elisa? And so I, I just, I, I, I wasn't even on, completely honest with you about how scared I was. No, and, no, this is the first time hearing it. Um, the, the, I don't know how much to, how to say this to you guys, but these moments that Elisa and I take and have taken for the last 11 years to just talk to each other like this, brings up stuff that even we don't talk about day in, day out, week in, week out. Because this is our time. We are just blessed that we have the amazing one family who listens in. And so there are times when, like what Elisa just said, how scared she was. I had no idea. Now I do. I I could sense something was up. And yet, I'm not going to press her. I, I know my wife well enough. I know to say, hey, if you want to do it, we'll do it. If you don't, we don't have to. It's okay. I'm At that point in time, to me, it's all about her. 
I move into a place of like, I'm here to care for my wife. Like my needs, my wants, my desires, they go by the wayside at that point in time. Because I want her to be healthy and have joy. I will say though, that I'm glad we did go out. Mm-hmm. Um, dear friends of ours. And even though it didn't flow like Elisa says in her mind, I didn't notice anything major. And because of that, our friends were able to go, something is still up. And they were able to give us some recommendations for a, we like to go, just going to just share this. Elisa and I tend to go, not Western medicine, we'll go from a nutritionist standpoint, we'll do like acupuncture. I think we've talked about that massage. We, we, we tend to go more a natural path when it comes to our medical care than just running to a doctor and trying to get like a CAT scan, MRI. Symptom management. We go beyond symptom management. That's what works for us. That's us. And I'm going to just, I, I just, I'm sure you guys have heard it over the years as we've spoken, but just that's how we look at it. And so they had an amazing recommendation and we were able to get that. And Elisa was able to reach out and is going through that process now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to acknowledge the fear. A- and I- I'm just going to stay straight up say, I don't need a- any email saying, Elisa, you should have been more emotionally intimate with Tony. Um, <laughs> I get it. I should have. Keep in mind, this was all happening within about a 40, at that point in time, 48 to 72 hours. I was still processing. Your pillars? they're interdependent and they're they're independent and they're intertwined. And so there are times when one may have a crack, right? Because things are starting to happen in the moment. And so you're processing and that's okay. Like things like this can take time for any marriage. And every marriage is going to be different in how you address it because of what you what you've experienced in the past or where you are right now. Mm-hmm. It, you know, 20 years from now, when we're in our 60s, it, it's it's a different story. You know what I mean? You're looking at it completely different. 20 years ago, when we were in our 20s, it's a blip on the map. Yeah. So you always got to take it in context of where you are. Mm-hmm. And you're also looking at those pillars and going, all right, how, one may just start getting a couple cracks in it right now. It's okay. We can strengthen it again. Doesn't mean the marriage has problems. It just right. means that there's a crack in a pillar. That's right. And, you know, so, and, and I knew once Tony said, hey, let's just do a show on what's happened over the, you know, the last couple of weeks. I'm like, well, I write up the show notes. So I'm going to write what happened and you're going to either read it if you read all the show notes before we do the show or you're going to hear it. So I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, another thing when the unexpected happens, and this, this was a huge lesson for me, um, because I don't care if we're talking about unexpected health issues. I don't care if we're talking about, you know, unexpected breaches of trust in your marriage. I don't care if there's something unexpected that happens with your kids. The thing that hit me the most was not to isolate. Mm-hmm. Because when something's happening to you, it's so easy to just kind of like turn inward and, and you know, kind of roll up like a pill bug, right? Where you've got this, or armadillo, where you've got this protective shell around you. And you're like, I'm just, I'm just going to do it all by myself. And you know, when Tony told me 
to reach out to my girlfriends and there was like 12 of them on this, this text thread. And they are just like going into battle for me. They're, they're reaching out they're They're checking in, they're doing all this kind of stuff. I was seeing it on Facebook threads. Like everybody that watched that take action Thursday, and even people still watching it now, they're like, Hey, Lisa, are you okay? Um, fear because it's such a crazy emotion, a sensation. It will have you by yourself faster than, than you can even imagine. And so even being aware right? Like the two of you right now having this conversation, if somebody gets scared, who are our go-to people, right? It's like the emergency list that you have for your kids, right? When they go to school, right? Who are the emergency contacts? I, I, going through this process, it's, it's came to mind that we need to have an emergency contact list for when something happens to us as a couple. Who are the people we're reaching out to? Who are your best buddies that if you know, like Tony's got my, you know, full access to my phone. He could have easily found that a different text thread that had all those gals on it and just been like, Hey, Lisa's in crisis, you know, mm-hmm. or vice versa, who are his buddies. But, but don't, don't allow yourself to go into this place of isolation because you actually need people more than ever when the unexpected happens. And here's the thing. If you don't have friends that you could call on right now, that's okay. It means you have an opportunity to go make them, mm-hmm. to really dive deeper, reach out to people. We're blessed that we have Intimacy You on Thursday nights. And we got on that night. I, I Again, I looked at Elise. I'm like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? She's like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm not great, but I want to get on. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's get on with our Intimacy You couples. And we're going to just let them know what's going on. And again, that gets us out of that isolation mm-hmm. place. And so find your folks though. Mm. Who are you reaching out to? Even me as a husband, I was able to reach out to friends and say, Hey, I need you to be praying for Elisa. Not sure what's going on just yet, but I need you to be praying and I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Cause there are some guys I just picked up the phone and said, Hey man, I just, I just need to talk. And so the great thing is start finding those folks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it doesn't as many of us want to, it doesn't. It's taken me some time and Elisa as well to find those close friends that we can confide in and know that we can trust them with us mm-hmm. and them as well. Like, so step out mm-hmm. because there's going to come a point in time where that person is going to be needed and that couple will be around you when you need lifting up. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, get help. Um, whether that's through friends, pastors, medical professionals, counselors, um, like Tony said, that dinner that, that almost didn't happen because our friends were so concerned about us. And I'm like, no, no, no. I I, like, (laughs) I need to be around people. I need to be out of my house. Um, it was that conversation, you know, as we're sitting there over dinner that, um, you know, she, the wife had referred me to a naturopathic medical provider and, you know, so I started looking into, okay, what does this look like? This is going to be a different path for me. And that, that like literally like divine appointment mm-hmm. has got me on a path to, you know, investigating what this is, trying to figure this out. And, and I want to share, you know, just kind of to wrap up you know, what happened after those six days. So I spent like five days in this weird, disconnected brain fog. Where's my tongue going? Why does, why do my thoughts have to go through so much effort to come out of my mouth, that type of thing. And then, you know, Tuesday of the week that we're doing the five day intimacy challenge, we're, we're just having this conversation again, live on video. Well, but hold on every day. I mean, 
prior to a five day intimacy challenge, Elisa and I are praying. We we are totally. we are definitely praying for everybody who's coming on, for every single couple, for every single individual who's coming on, for all the tech to work, for our team. We're we're praying. And I and I'm pressing in too. And I'm praying. I'm going like, we're breaking this. I'm believing for a miracle. I'm believing that Elisa is completely healthy in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it says it. I, I want to see it happen. So that Tuesday, um, before we get on, Tony's like, let's pray. And I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. I, I'm still in this place of just literally, I've got nothing. I said, and that was the one time I told you I was scared. Because mm-hmm. I do remember before, I'm like, I'm scared and I just don't have words. Mm-hmm. And so he prayed. And I'm like, okay, you know, like dry the tears before we get on live, you know, be happy. And uh, literally, we're in the middle of this live. I remember looking at Tony and, and I haven't looked at the, the video yet because I think it I, like I'm not sure what that would look like to actually see it on my face. But I'm in the middle of a sentence and literally there's like this little the only way I can describe it is there's this pop that happened in my brain. And all of a sudden I literally felt like everything was just reconnected. Like the brain, the tongue, I can you know speak coherently. I'm not having to think about every sentence that comes out of my mouth. And um I, I'm claiming that as my miracle. That's I'm right. still walking out the healing. Um, I'm still doing what I need to do. I'm still in contact with my girlfriend saying, yeah, I'm th- like better, but still working this out. And, and, and I say that all to go, I don't know what the unexpected is in your life. And it's been, um, I think, you know, over the last year and a half with COVID, with, with just family and with life, there's been different unexpected it hits each and every one of us differently. Start now having the conversations with your spouse on how the two of you can shore up your marriage when the unexpected happens. Don't wait for the crisis to go, oh crap, what are we going to do now? This just made it so clear that we even need to shore up our own systems on how we get through the unexpected together. Yeah. Oh, the six pillars of intimacy. You can work on them now. In all, in all honesty, that's where it is. Strengthen each one of those so when the unexpected does happen, you guys are strong. Your marriage is strong. And you'll walk through this in victory no matter what may happen, no matter what unexpected would happen. We said it on our wedding day, till death do us part, for better or for worse, we got each other. And you do too. So this week, give yourself, give your spouse an extra hug. Tell them you love them because you don't know and we don't know when things may come around that may just take us off of our game. So love on your spouse this week. Just let them know you love them. With that, you guys, we're truly honored and blessed to have you part of the one family and to be able to share life with you because life is going to happen. And yet we are going to continue to walk forward in victory in this thing called marriage. And we're going to do it with passion and a desire to experience the extraordinary. Love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week.